Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. How are you doing there? It is David from the David McWilliams podcast, and this is a Staycast from Acast. We're all following the government's advice right now. We're staying in. It's a little bit cocooning, but it's all working So while you're staying at home, here's a recommendation of another great podcast. It's the Blind Boy podcast. He's an old mate. He's a great skin. He has extraordinarily interesting views of the world. Check it out. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm Andrew Musgrove, joined by Mark Douglas and Chris Woff. Um, it is just after the end of the Chelsea game. Castle defeated 2-1 here out in James Park. Lots of talking points. First of all, Mark, we'll start with you. Uh, just a quick summary of what you made of the game. Well, I think Newcastle came very close to getting exactly what they, they wanted, which is the, which is the point. Um, they worked really hard, defensively disciplined. It felt like a bit of a repeat of last season in a lot of ways. You know, they, They've never really been close to getting heavily beaten under Rafa. I think maybe there's only... Man City away game, Liverpool away. I think last season where they were very close to getting heavily beaten, but it was a repeat of last season. You know, defensively very, very disciplined. They had, you know, Chelsea didn't really look like unpicking them in in open play. It was only the Rudiger crossbar, and I understand why there'll be a lot of debate about Rafa's tactics, but get get used to it because I think that's what he's going to do all season. You know, they were missing six six of six players, including their three best players. So what people would have expected from Newcastle today, I don't know. They're missing their best creative player. They're missing their, um, you know, their, well, two of their, their two best creative players. So you know, you wouldn't have expected anything else from Newcastle. They were really unlucky today, and I think I would take something from that game. I don't think at this stage in the season, it's, it's you know, you'd be too too worried about that. Man City next week is going to be a really difficult one, but if they play that way against the top teams at St James' Park this season, I think they'll they'll pick up points. Of course, Lee before the game. Bit of drama, perhaps we'll see. Obviously, Lascelles shall be missing. Uh, club safe through injury. Rafa's said it is an injury report, so that there was a bust up. I mean, all over the apparent system that Rafa went with. First of all, what's your take on on the injuries and, and, and the reports? And secondly, that the system. Do you think it works? Well, in terms of what happened before the game, I mean, discussions take place at training grounds all the time. Uh, every, every workplace, I suppose, has discussions, and people have their opinion over what's right and what's wrong. There's been a discussion over tactics, yes, but after that he has picked up a genuine injury, so he didn't play a day because he was injured. Um, I believe that the manager and the captain have spoke since, and it was all very positive. So from Newcastle's point of view, they've just got to move on. It's another. It's, it seemed more bigger than it was before the game. You know, there was talk of bust up, but that's been completely played down now. Um, and really, you know, we we had information about this story before the game. Did we run with it being a bust up? No, we didn't because we didn't have all of the facts. We've now got all of the facts. It seems like there's been a discussion, as I say, at the training ground. Um, it didn't play, and then you move on from there. The three players that came in into Rafa's back five, as it were, uh, Fernandez, Shaw, 
and both tried the two players, Fernandez and Shaw. Fernandez had a very good game. You were very impressed with him um, during the ninety minutes. Yeah, it was. I thought he was. He slotted into that role right in the middle. Um, leadership wise, looked good. Um, Organised defence. He was booming the orders around. For me, the tactics they, they worked to an extent. They almost got a point out of the game, but sadly, you know, they've lost to an own goal in the last minute and conceded a penalty. They've certainly haven't been stuffed. You know, it is a little bit like the Man City game last season where they only lost one nil. Um, at the end of the season, we might be grateful for this result in some ways because the goal difference hasn't taken a hammer and it could make all the difference. Uh, Man City next in the Premier League, very tough. What, what you, before you even go into that one, you know he's going to play part on the bus again. So yeah, it's difficult. I know they've got a cup game in the middle of that, but. Premier League is the most important thing. And definitely. Chris, uh, Josh Lugard goal, thunderous header, one that Alan Shearer probably would have been proud of. Uh, Rondon was the man who started, though. Were you impressed with, with Rondon? I was impressed to a certain extent. I think you can tell that he's not 100% match fit yet. That's why I haven't really seen him. He arrived with a bit of an injury and he's been trying to get back up to speed and he lasted an hour, I think, to start the second half. He was tiring, but first half, I, I thought he did the job that Rafa Benitez wants from him. You can see why he very much is a Rafa Benitez play. He puts himself about, he's physical, works extremely hard. It just causes problems for the defence. He's a constant nuisance. I mean, I felt sorry from first half as well because for large periods, the ball was getting lumped up to him and, and there was no one within 30 yards in a black and white shirt. But I, you can see exactly why Rafa likes him, and I think he does bring something different to the side. Equally, Rondon, uh, sorry, Hosselu seems to have really upped his level since Rondon's come in. He scored on the opening day, wasn't quite there at Cardiff, but on the players were, and then he came on today and he, he scored a really good header. And I thought he, he really changed the dynamic of the game and helped Newcastle get on the front foot a little bit more. So Rafa has a bit of a selection issue there, but a, a positive one. Another positive was Jacob Murphy full of running. He seems to come out in these big games we saw against, I think it was Man City last season where he scored. Uh, obviously, Kennedy should be back, uh, barring any injuries for the next game. Does Rafa have a selection headache there on the wing? I think he'll go with Kennedy. I think Murphy's starting to look, he's starting to get take some of his chances. A difficult game for any attacking player today. I think Rondon, you know, what Chris said as well, you know, he's really willing. But really, you know, working with scraps. Same with Murphy. You know, in a game where you'd like to, I would have liked to have seen Murphy play last week, maybe because Newcastle maybe should have made a bit more of the running against Cardiff. It's going to be really difficult for offensive players this season for Newcastle, especially in games like this, because they are going to have to probably be quite defensive for most of the season. I think when it worked in the second half of last season, it was great to watch, and nobody complained about it. It only seems to be an issue when Sky. Uh, have a game, and you know their pundits, you know, are used to maybe watching other teams play. But we know how Newcastle, uh, the, what the limitations and that they're working under. And you know, I'm sure fans would hope for something better. But at the moment, I think that Rafa would sort of say, "Well, this is the best way that we can stay up," and that means that players like Murphy probably having to come on and do a job. And basically, he was a bit of an outlet today, wasn't he? Drew a few fouls. I think he's getting better. I think hopefully we can see a bit of progression in him, but. Um, you can see today why Rafa wanted to add a little bit more quality in the team because, you know, Chelsea had it all over the pitch and they just, it, you know, they, they couldn't unpick Newcastle to be fair for for a lot of it. But it's just one or two little moments, isn't it, that that, that matter? And Newcastle need that moving forward if they're going to kick on and, and they're going to try and get better than they did last season. But you know, I, I think really it's a it was a day for defensive performances and there were a lot of good ones. Um, and it was very much a reminder of where Newcastle stand at the moment. 
Just briefly, obviously, the pundits have kind of had their say after the game. Redknapp saying the players have been, if he was in the cast, player would be embarrassed because you feel you've got more to play. Mm. Soon as saying, you know, Benitez is, yes, negative, but it's probably a message to my actually to say, I've got, I've, got, I've got to do this, I've got no other option. Yeah, I mean, is it just pundits trying to create controversy for the sake of it, or do you, I mean, do you see what, where Souness is coming from a little bit? Well, he always seems to go for the, the controversial line and, you know, Graham Souness knows how hard it is to manage in Newcastle and, you know, I certainly didn't see any of his teams go out, go out for the jugular in games like this. You know, they had some bad results against the big boys here. But, you know, that's another matter. They've got to... The pundits have to come up with a an angle after a game and I suppose that was the easy one for them, really. Um, you know, you look at the possession, but... You know, me personally, I don't, I don't like watching teams. I don't think anyone in this room likes watching teams uh, having to defend and put 10 men by the ball. But if you've got... I mean, Rafa spoke many times about the short blanket, hasn't he? How many times have we heard that story? But it's, I think it rings true. And they just... You know, unfortunately, there is a lack of quality out there. You know, they ha- they've hardly spent any money. Yeah. They've scraped loan deals over the line. <laughs> You kind of have to say what you what you expect. Really, yeah. it's not right, but that's what the football club has become. It wasn't good to watch, and I don't think anybody would say that that's what they want Newcastle United to be. Probably not Rafa either. And and you know, you have to bite your tongue a little bit because if it was a Steve McLaren team or if it was a, a Sam Allardyce team, you would be, you know, you would see it differently. But you know that Rafa gets it, and he is it is a bit of a needs needs must with Rafa because he knows what Newcastle could be. And that's why he was so frustrated in the summer, and it all goes back to that. And it always, always, always goes back to Mike Ashley at Newcastle United. Um, and I know people say, "Well, he get, you know, Rafa gets away with murder because of that." But no, Rafa gets, Rafa gets probably a free pass because we know that when he does get what he wants at football clubs, he generally they generally are successful, and Newcastle have been successful under Rafa. So you know, the bigger picture is that Rafa will improve Newcastle as long as he's here. The short picture is days like today, and uh, you know I think probably when Arsenal come in a couple of weeks, a few weeks, they'll play more attacking football with better players. It'll be part of the bus again next week, and they'll probably lose next week as well. We know that, um, but that's the life of Newcastle United. Most teams will lose to Man City. And just to finish off, Chris, the penalty uh, was shot on Alonso. For you, a penalty? No, it wasn't a penalty. I mean, when I initially saw it, our angle wasn't great, but looking back, it definitely wasn't a penalty. Uh, I've just spoken to Shaw, actually, who was really, really annoyed. He still sees and he could barely speak when I first, because he was so angry when I first started speaking to him. It just wasn't a penalty. He wins the ball. and it, That's the issue with, the, with the, the fact that we had VAR at the World Cup and we haven't got it now. We've got it in every other major league. Every decision now is going to be higher. I'm going to say if we had VAR, if we didn't have VAR. And it did... It, Ironically, Newcastle did actually equalise and then conceded an unlucky own goal later on. But I mean, that decision did did change the game to a certain degree, and I think that that really Newcastle can feel hard done by. But at the end of the day, that wasn't the goal that cost them. The, it was an unfortunate own goal, which uh, after they got themselves back level. So it's just a shame that they're going to to Nottingham first, but then Man City on without having won a game yet because you can't really see them winning that one. Right, yeah. Defeat positives. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Head over to chroniclelive.co.uk for all the uh, post-game uh, reaction. Thank you very much. This is Acast Recommends. Every week, we pick one of our favourite shows. 
And this is one we think you're going to love. Hello, I'm Jeff Lloyd, and I recently had a baby with Ed Miliband. A baby podcast, that is. It's a spin-off of our show, Reasons to be Cheerful. It's called Cheerful Book Club, and it's conversations with some of the best writers working in the world today. You'll really enjoy our chats with people like US broadcasting legend Rachel Maddow, literary giant Ian McEwan, and the big, short and moneyball author Michael Lewis. Feed your brain with ideas from the Cheerful Book Club. You'll find us on the excellent Acast app or wherever else you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the biggest podcasts from Ireland and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts.